Okay, we are up to Daf Pehe Amr Aleph by the two dots, a few lines into the page. Tanur Abanan. It's Chazal teach. No, I'm sorry. Wrong. God, I apologize. So, the Gemara says like this. So, the Mishnah said, how do you figure out Tsar? So, you figure out how much a person would want to get paid to go through that pain. So, the Mishnah then said that in addition to Tsar, uh, there's also Tsar meaning there's your Chayev for both pain with a wound or without a wound. So, here's the Gemara's Kasha. And how do you evaluate pain with a wound? Because if it's just pain, then I get it. Let's say a person gets a, a you know a, a burn on the nail. So there's no wound, there's no permanent wounds, it's just pain. So you could still figure out okay, how much would a person pay to go through that? But if someone gets their arm cut off, so you say, Well, how much would a person pay to get their arm cut off? That's just a, that's not just pain. You have to factor in the fact that he no longer can do the same job. And there's a humiliation of being an amputee. So it's not just Tsar. How do you figure that out? Because let's say, you know, it's not like when you, if someone loses their arm, the only issue is pain. There's other concerns as well. So how do you isolate just Tsar and Malcolm Nezek? So the Gemara says, So Shmuel says, Shmuel's father says, that you figure out how much a person would want to cut off his hand. The Gemara says the problem I mentioned. First of all, cutting off your hand is not just tsar. Let's say a person says, okay, for cutting my hand, I take $10 million. That doesn't mean the tsar of cutting off your hand is $10 million. There's the life after cutting off your hand. There's the, there's the humiliation, the lack of work, and all the nuisances that comes with it. So how is that just tsar? Also, are we dealing with fools? There's no amount of money in the world for someone to become an amputee. They, 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 they wouldn't take the... There's, there's no amount. So how could that be tsar? So Gemara says, okay. The case is to cut off a hand that's no longer working, meaning a person has a hand that doesn't work anymore. It's a paralyzed hand. So how much would it cost to cut off the hand? Obviously not paralyzed, there's no pain, but you know it, it's not a functioning hand anymore. Therefore, the only thing that's concerned about is tsar. So the Gemara says the same problem. You're right. If someone has a hand that's not really functioning, and you say, well, how much would it cost to cut off your hand? What's the concern that he has? It's not the lock, last, lack of function afterwards, because he doesn't have function anyway. It's pain. But it's also humiliation, because now he has to go through the rest of his life as an amputee, which he didn't before. So how could you say that the amount is just sar? It's also boishas. So Mar says, it's, it's not a good thing to lose your hand and throw it to the dog. So meaning, so that there's a humiliation of being an amputee as well. So says, okay. The case is where the person is supposed to lose his hand. The government is going to cut off his hand anyway, so that's happening. But they are going to use... Um, uh, like an anesthetic, they're going to use a, a shot to, to, to numb the hand. How much would it cost for him to have to go through it without anesthesia? That's tsar. Okay, meaning, he's losing the hand anyway, so there's no worry about boishas, he's being an amputee anyway. The, the lack, lack of job, he's losing the job anyway. 
he's losing the hand anyway because the Malchus already signed the decree. He has to lose his hand. Whatever the punishment was from the Malchus, he has to lose his hand. But they're willing to do with anesthesia. And how much would it cost for him to do without anesthesia? So the Gemara says, Amri, hachanami nafshe. Who would, who would, doesn't, again, same problem. No one in the, there's no amount of war, or money in the world to go from anesthesia to non anesthesia. The Gemara says, You're right. The case is where the government is going to cut off his hand already without anesthesia. It's not that it's with anesthesia and it's changing. It's without anesthesia. That's the gzera. How much would a person pay to go on to get anesthesia? That's the point. So it's listen, when you have anesthesia already, there's no amount of money in the world to go to no anesthesia. The case is where it's already no anesthesia. That's what is supposed to happen. Instead of getting paid, you have to pay. So how much would you pay to get anesthesia? So the Gemara says, slight problem. So you're telling me it's not that he's getting paid. It's how much money would you pay? It's how much money would you get paid to go through the Tsar? It's the cases where he's already have a Gzair of the Malchus. And it's how much would you pay to get anesthesia? So instead of receiving money, it's giving money. So the Mishnah said, um, Little, how much would you take? It's actually litain, it's actually giving. So the Gemara says, You're right. What it means is the how much the victim would take from the from the you know, it's it's let's say Reuven cuts off Shimon's hand, so now Reuven has to pay. So we figure out how much would Reuven pay to get to get uh, to get uh, to get anesthesia. So it's little zemize mashanasan what it means is that the victim, you, you take, Reuben cut off Shimon's hand. So Shimon would take the money from Reuben and then he would pay it forward. How much money would he take the money from him and pay in order to get anesthesia? Okay, it's a slight uh, finagling out of the Lashem. Okay. So we said in the Mishnah that if a person has an injury, Reuben hurts Shimon, Reuben has to pay for it. Let's say the injury leads to wounds, to, you know, sores or, you know, uh, what do you call it, infections, then Reuven has to pay for that as well. The Mishnah, the, the Bryce is now going to bring them, there are actually three opinions. If you have uh, a wound or in, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, an infection that is not due to the original injury. So the injury was in the arm, if the infection is due to the injury, you're chayiv. What if the infection is not due to the injury? And what if it's exactly the case? It's actually a three-way machleg. The Gemara says, If sores or infections developed because of the wound, or if the wound healed um, and then came back, you have to pay for the sores as well. In addition to the medical expenses, you have to pay for the loss of work due to the infections. But But let's say the infections are not due to the to the to the wound; they're unrelated. You don't have to pay for anything at all. That makes sense. But if the infections are due to the wound, you have to pay for both. Comes our view, then he says, Comes our view, then he says, even for wounds that are related to, even for infections related to the wound, you only have to pay um, medical expenses, but not unemployment. So the first opinion feels that if there's a wound that causes an infection, meaning you made the wound and then an infection developed because of the wound, you have to pay medical expenses and unemployment for it. 
The Rabba, then Rabbi Yehuda says, no, only medical, not unemployment. And then you have the Rabbanon, the Chachamim say, Shifter Then the Rabbanon Shita is that they go hand in hand. Because you don't have to pay medical, you don't have to pay unemployment as well. So the first opinion is Yechayev both. The Rabbi Yehuda is Yechayev only medical. And then the Rabbanon Basra, the last opinion is Yechayev from both. So Yechayev both, Yechayev one, Yechayev from both. So now, what exactly is the case? We're talking about a case where you have a wound, Reuben gave Shimon a wound, and then that wound caused an infection. And this is Machalikis. What, what exactly is the case? The Gemara says like this, What is the Machalikis about? So I'm a rabbi, Over here we're talking about the following case. The case is where the person, Reuben wounded Shimon. So Shimon had a wound. And the doctor said that you should not put a bandage on it because the wound will heal better without a bandage. But without a bandage, it caused him pain. So he put a bandage on it. That bandage caused an infection or caused a sore. So here's the shayla. Does Reuben have to pay for it? Does a person have permission to do something that will cause him comfort, but it's not medically advisable? That is the machlekes. The Gemara says, Rabbanan savri makinit lag. Rabbanan feel that a person is allowed to bandage a wound to prevent pain, even though it's not medically the smartest thing, but you're allowed to do that because you're in pain. And therefore, even if a sore developed, Yechayev. Rav Yudah, that's why Yechayev both. Rav Yudah says, no, makalani Yechayev. Really not allowed to. And so why are you only Yechayev? Yechayev, see your potter from the unemployment, because you're really not Yechayev. You're not, you're not allowed to do this. So therefore, that's considered a wound that was sort of self inflicted as opposed to Reuben inflicted. But why you have to pay for medical expenses? Reap with the Tanabikra, because the Pasik says regarding healing Virapa Yurape twice. So Mikhaev, so because it says it twice, you're Chayev to pay, even though it's not really your fault. But Shabbos, Deloitanabekra, Loichaev. But but unemployment, which does not say twice, you're potter. So he's saying right now the Machlaikas, so Rabbi says the Machlaikas between the Rabbonon and Rabbi Yehuda is where the the wound was the wound the infection was developed or the sore was developed because he covered up the wound, which caused him comfort but was not medically advisable. The machlekes is whether the victim who did that was he at fault was he poishaya basically. So Rav Yehuda holds that he was, but you're still chayiv to pay for medical because the pasuk berapa yirapes. The Gemara says, "Maminu ano." Rabba says. I'm sorry, Rabbah had heard Rabbanon say this. So Rabbah says to them, You tell me that Rabbi Yudah holds you, you're not allowed to wrap it up, and it's considered a pshia for wrapping it up, and that's why you're potter for unemployment, then why are you chayiv? I don't care if the Pasuk says it twice, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. If you're considered pshia, why would the Torah be mechayiv you to pay for medical expenses? Rather, everyone agrees you're allowed to cover up a wound with a bandage. Everyone agrees that that's allowed. To cause you comfort. But what you're not allowed to do is to put excessive bandages, and that's what she did. Meaning, it's not where you put a bandage. Because Rabbi Yehuda would say that if you're not allowed to put a bandage on, and you did, that's a complete Shia. The answer is you're allowed to put a bandage on. You're not allowed to put too much bandages on. So to that, Rabbi Yehuda holds, while you're not allowed to do this, it's not considered an absolute Shia because you're allowed to put a bandage on. Therefore, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, 
Mechayev. Therefore, if you says, listen, you're allowed to put a bandage, but not excessive bandaging. You put too much bandages on, which is not a pshia, but it's karev l'pshia. And therefore, you're not going to have to pay unemployment, but because it says, Rappi Rappi, you're chayev to pay for medical. Shabbos, l'inida b'kroi, loy mechayev. The Rabbana in the first opinion to say you're chayev both, they say, Kivan the Tana Bekrab Ripoi, Ashav is not Mikhaev, this Kishli Ripoi. They say, since the Pasuk says Varapi Rapi, and you acknowledge that Yurchaev to pay for medical, therefore it makes sense that we learn out unemployment for medical, and therefore Yurchaev both. Rav Yehuda responds that you're only Chaiv by medical. Shavasloy Mikhaev, Demir Rahmana at Rak. The Pasuk says the Pasuk says Rak. Rak Shiftoi Yitain for Apoy Rape. The Rak is exclusion that you're only Chaiv medical, not unemployment. The Rabbanon who say Yechayev both is Rak They feel that the word Rak is not coming to say that you're potter with too much bandages. Rather, you're, you're potter in a case where the wound is completely unrelated. You hit his hand and then he gets a sore in his foot. Completely unrelated. That's when you're potter. But if the wound was ca- caused the sore by too, even by too much excessive bandages, the Rabbanon feel Yechayev both. Now that's the Rabbanon feel Yechayev both. Rav Yudas says Yechayev only one. And then the last Rabbanon the Chacham Ma'omrim that you're part of Gamri for both. Rabbanu Basroi, Dami Kol Shachai B'Shevus Chai B'Ripu, Kol Shein B'Shevus Chai B'Ripu, and Chai B'Ripu. So they hold why because it's connected. If you're part of by unemployment, you're part of by medical. So here's the problem. What do they do with the Rapa Yirape, which is a double ocean, which the other Rabbanu are saying is to include this case. The Rabbanu feel you're part of this case. So what do they do with the Rapa Yirape? They use it for Tana Bereshma, which is a very famous teaching. The Pasuk says both. That the Torah allows a physician to perform medicine. Meaning, you might think that if Hashem gives an illness, it's against our Emunah uh, Bitochen to go to doctors. The Pasuk says, no, you have permission to heal. That's what the that's what the Rabbanon say. Um, it's interesting, Ramesha Feinstein uses this to tell you that while you're allowed to administer medicine, and it's a mitzvah to save someone's life when you know the medicine, but learning medical information, he feels, is not a mitzvah itself, it's a heksha mitzvah. And therefore he feels that there's no heter for, let's say, a kayin to study medicine uh, if it means touching cadavers. We don't say it's like a seder chalese, it's not an assay. It's if they know the medicine, then they're obligated to administer it. But to learn the medical information is not a mitzvah, it's a hechshim mitzvah. Okay. He compares it to tzedakah. It's a mitzvah to give tzedakah. It's not a mitzvah to get a job in order to have money to give tzedakah. If you have money, you give tzedakah. If you don't have money, you don't have to. So it's a, it's a hechshim mitzvah. Tan Rabbanon, minayin shim alubayin tzmachim machas amaka. How do I know that if sores develop because of the wound, vinister amaka, or if the wound healed and returned, shechayv l'rapaisa, adon yechayiv, v'chayv l'itin le'shiftoi, and yechayiv to pay for unemployment, which is the rabbanan shita from before, tamalim barak shiftoi yitim barapi arapi. Now yachal afilu shalayim machas amaka, you might think that if there's a wound that that's unrelated to the the, a sore that's unrelated to the wound. Meaning Bichlal, which is completely unrelated, you might think he also has to pay. Tamalim Rak. The puzzle says, Rak, no, you're a potter. Rabbi Yaisi Bar Yehuda says, Af machmas amaka potter. Rabbi Yaisi Bar Yehuda says, even if the sore is developed because of the wound, you're potter shenema rak. Now this is similar to the two opinions that we had before. Rabbi Yehuda Shita is that if the wound was developed from excessive bandaging, you're potter 
you're chayev in medical, but you're potter from unemployment. Then the last Rabbanu for you is potter from both. So Rabbi Yehuda says you're potter. Now he doesn't say what you're potter from. He could hold like Rabbi Yehuda and say you're only potter from unemployment, or he could hold like the Rabbanu Basari and say you're potter legamri. So that the Gemara says there were two different versions. Ikadamri, some say af macham is not potter legamri. The Rabbi Yehuda holds you're potter legamri. Rabbanu Basari, like the last opinion of the Rabbanu. The Ikadamri and some have a different version. Af macham is not potter mishabes. Meshavis, that when he says potter, he meant from unemployment, avol chayiv beripoi, but your chayiv in medical, keman ka'avua, like the middle opinion. Okay. Now, the first opinion of this Bryce has said that the word rock is to tell you that um, the word rock is to tell you that if you have a sore that was not developed due to the injury at all, so you injure his shoulder, and he gets, uh, you know, an ingrown toenail. Mamish, completely unrelated. The Pasuk says, how do I know that? I don't have to pay, Rock. So here's the question. Why would I think I have to pay? They're not related to So the Gemara says, If the case is what I said, that the guy got an ingrown toenail after getting hit in the shoulder, it's completely unrelated. Why would I think that you're Yechayim? What do I need a Pasuk for? So Amri, the answer is no. What does it mean that it's unrelated? It's not like an ingrown toenail on the shoulder. Mamish, unrelated. Rather, The case is, Harish, Let's say someone is sick, and the doctors say, do not do A, B, and C. Meaning, do not eat sugar. And he eats sweets or honey. Now they told him not to because they know that the sugar can cause the wound to get worse. And he got a certain condition called gargun, gargusni, which is, uh, we'll see, it's, I guess it's exacerbated by uh, sugar. So you might think that you're high of Tamil Iraq. The case is like this. The case is not where you hurt your shoulder and then you get its ingrown with tono, because of course you don't have to pay for that. The case is you hurt his shoulder. And the doctor said, do not eat sugar. But the guy ate sugar. And then he got an infection. That you don't have to pay. Because that's considered unrelated. That's that's avoidable. You didn't have to eat the sugar. Okay. Uh the the, the Bryce had said the case is where you got you ate sugar and you got gargusni, my gargusni. It's dead skin, dead flesh. What's the cure? Aloe wax and resin. I guess smeared on the uh, spot. Okay. Now, we know that you have to pay someone's medical expenses if you hurt him. Let's say the, 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 the aggressor says, The aggressor is a doctor. Reuven hit Shimon, hurt Shimon. Then Reuven says to Shimon, Listen, I'm a doctor. I'll, I'll, I'll cover for free. Amar Le Shimon could refuse and say, You know, to me, you're like a lion in ambush, meaning you you were the one who hurt me, so I don't really trust your uh, medical expertise that you're going to take care of me. Okay, the Amar and let's say that, because again, he's trying to avoid paying medical expenses. So let's say he says, Listen, Fine, I have a friend doctor do it for free. He'll do me a favor, he'll do it for free. To that, you could, he could also, the victim could also refuse. And Amar I said, a doctor who heals for nothing is worth nothing. And I don't want a doctor who's doing this uh, pro bono. I, I, I want a, a paid, full medical doctor. The Amar now let's say that he says one more thing. I have a good doctor. It'll cost money, but he's from overseas. He's coming, he's in the country for a few days. And he's doing me a favor. He's, he's you know, he's, he's doing it cheaper than other doctors. Fine. To that, he could also respond, A doctor that lives far away can blind the eye, meaning he's going to do a surgery, 
it may not go well, and then he's going off. He doesn't care. He's not gonna. He doesn't. He doesn't care about me. I want my, uh, you know, my medical uh, medical doctor who takes care of me. The Amalei Heich. But what about the opposite? What if a victim says, "Give me the money. I'll heal myself." Meaning, let's say he has, he needs a surgery that costs ten thousand dollars. So he says, "Listen, give me the ten k. I got. I got a friend. He'll do it. Uh, whatever." To so that you could say, Amrle, the, the aggressor can say, no, it's just going to be worse because you're going you're gonna to get some hack doctor who's not going to do a good job. Then he's going to cause infections. And then I'm going to have to pay for that too because you're going to go to court and say that uh, all these infections are due to the original injury. But they, they're not going to realize that I had the opportunity, you had the opportunity to go to a good doctor. Okay, the Amrle cates me cates. But let's say the victim says to the aggressor, fine, instead of giving me, you give me $10,000 and then we're done. Meaning, give an amount, it's not like, you know, give me the money and then I'll go to my own doctor. I won't come back to you. To that, it's worse. People will call me like a damaging ox. People, people are going to say that I didn't even take care of you. Meaning, I'm, I'm going to you make a deal that you won't ask for more money. But then you're going to be hobbling the rest of your life. When everyone asks you what happened, you're going to say, "Well, well, uh, Abi hurt me, and I never got it. And he never, never took care of it." And people are going to think that I didn't take care of it, not knowing I gave you the money, but you went to some hack doctor, and therefore he's allowed to refuse. Okay. Now we said that the Tsar Shavas Ripoy and Boishas, in addition to Nezek, Tana Makam Nezek, all of them you're obligated to pay even when there's damages. Meaning. Let's say you cut off someone's hand, so you have to pay for the hand. You still have to pay for tsar, you still have to pay for ripo, you still have to pay for sheves, and you still have to pay for boishas. The anatomy, how do I know? How do I know that all of these are still chayiv, even if there's a wound? So, a wound for a wound. Wound for a wound is to tell you you have to pay for the tsar, that's referring to tsar. You have to pay for the tsar, whether there's a wound or not, whether there's an injury or not. Okay. Hami Bailey, wait a minute. You're telling me Patsatachas Patsa is coming to teach you this. I thought we use it for something else. Hami Bailey, go to the next page. I thought you're obligated to pay for Tsar. One second. I thought you're obligated to pay Patsatachas Patsa. I'm sorry, that's not talking about Tsar. That's talking about Nezek. Patsatachas Patsa means that you have to pay whether, whether there's a wound or not, you have to pay for Tsar. The Gemara says, I thought Petzatachas Potza is coming to teach you that you have to pay for Nezek, whether it's Shoigig or Mezid. Let's say you hurt someone accidentally, you still have to pay because Petzatachas Potza, a wound for a wound, always. So, how could you say it's teaching me both? So, Imke Nichtav Kra Petza Bipetza. My Petzatachas Petza. Shmavina Tarti. The word Tachas is coming to teach you both. The Gemara says, okay. Now let's go to medicine. The Rava Omar Omakrava Rapa Yirape, the double Ashram, Litin Rafua Makam Nezek, that you have to pay for Rafua medical even when there is an injury. Wait a minute. I thought we used this drusha for what we just said. comes to teach you that a, a, a doctor has permission to administer medicine. The answer is, how can I be teaching both? If it was just coming to teach you that, it could say, the physician heals. Why does it say, heal and heal? 
That's coming to teach you. This is the different nekudas and the different way that it's pronounced is coming to teach you both. Wait a minute. Um, I thought that it, isn't it also coming to tell you that your chayiv for um, wounds for sores that are developed because of the wound. So how could all things? How, how could this be teaching you? You have permission to be a doctor. Yechayev for ripoi b'makom nezek, even when there's a wound, and that yechayev to medically heal someone's sores that were developed because of the wound. How could teach all three? Imkain the answer is lig mikra, because if it was coming to just teach the first two, it could say oy rapoi rapoi or yerape yerape. Maiv a rapoi yerape vav and then a yud shramin alitim from makom nezek. That's coming to teach you the third thing. Okay, now the Gemara just has a quick point. Quick point, and that is that you're chayiv to pay for all of them, even when there is no wound. Now, how is this practically? How do you have medical without a wound? How do you have tsar without a wound? How do you have ripoy, shevis without a wound? What's the case? So the Gemara speaks it out. The Gemara says, What's the case? So let's go through each one. Sar. How do you have pain without a permanent wound? The answer is very simple. It's clear in our Mishnah. Where that's where you burn someone on the fingernail. So it's not a permanent wound. It won't make a permanent mark. But it's painful. Okay. Repo. Let's go to the next one. Healing. How do you have healing without a permanent wound? The case is where Someone hurt somebody. And then the aggressor gave him some sort of ointment. And it healed it, but it caused the skin to have a discoloration. And he has to go to the doctor. He has to go to the hospital to get the coloring back. Meaning, that's a case of medical expenses, not because of pain or a wound. Where it's just medical expenses. He feels fine. The pain is gone. The wound is gone. But his hand is the wrong color, discolored. And he has to go to the doctor to fix the discoloration. That is a case of ripoy, shaloi bimakaim nezek vitzar. Shevis, loss of employment. How do you have loss of employment without a wound? The hadki bedurnia. Cases where someone, uh, Ruben locks Shimon in a room, Dubakla, and he misses, his, uh, he misses his work for that day. So you got to pay for it. And boishas, humiliation. How do you have humiliation without a wound? The rakla is you spit in his face. It's humiliating when it's not a wound. Okay. So now, we said in the Mishnah that how do you pay for unemployment? So we say you pay for the amount, you give him the value, let's say he's in the hospital for a week, you give him the value in the hospital for how much it, how much he would be paid as a watchman of cucumbers. Now, the Gemara is going to explain like this, and we're going to go with Rashi's approach. It's a big challenge in the Rishonim, we'll go with Rashi's approach. Rashi's approach is that the reason why you pay him the value of a watchman of a cucumber and not another job is because we're talking about a person who had an original job, let's say he was a water carrier. He was a water carrier. But now he got his arm cut off and he no longer can carry water. What he could do is a cucumber watchman. So the reason why you pay him for the cucumber watchman is because that's all he could do post-injury. Meaning, his original job is no longer viable And now, the reason why you pay him for the cucumber watchman, out of all things, is because that is a legitimate job he can do now that he could not do before. That that he because he no longer can do his original job. But let's say Rashi points out. Let's say he was a rebbe. A rebbe can teach with a hand or without a hand. Then you don't pay him 
the value you give him his loss of employment for what he was. Meaning, the case Rashi's point is that where you don't give him his original, he's out of job for a week. You don't give him his salary for a week. You give him the salary of a cucumber watchman. Rashi says is not just a hard and fast rule. It's dafka because he had a job that he no longer can do. So you don't pay him for the job that he had because he doesn't have that anymore. You pay him for what he could do now, which is a cucumber watchman. But Lu Yitzur, but let's say he had a job that he could still do. Let's say he was a Rebbe or any other job that he could still do post-injury. Then you give him his taka loss of employment, his personal loss of employment. As a Rashi sheet, and we'll see it inside. Tan Rabban on Shabbos, you pay him for loss of employment. How? You give him the, you look at him as if he watches cucumbers, and you give him his salary. And if you say it's, that's not right, meaning, I'll go with Rashi according to the Marshall's Girsa. What that means is, really, he should be paid his original job. Now, again, his original job he no longer can do. He was originally a water carrier, you can't do it anymore. But let's say you should say, why, why isn't it fair? He should get his original job. He wasn't a watchman of cucumbers. He was a water carrier, which gets more money. And he should, now he can't do that anymore, but that's what he originally did. So you should pay him for what he originally was. Or originally he was a, you know, a mailman. Again, he can't do that anymore either, but that's what he was. Maybe he should get paid for that. Midas Adin Loy so the answer is no. It is Midas Adin is, is still correct. Because those jobs he no longer can do. And therefore, that's part of the injury that you paid for with the Nezek. Now you're paying him for what he can do that he's, no, that he's not doing currently, which is to watch cucumbers. Now the Gemara speaks it out. Oh, Rava. Rava says, Kata is Yadah. Let's say a person cuts off someone's hand. No, it's the other. You have to obviously pay Nezek for Tsar and Ripa and all that stuff. The Sheves and the loss of employment is, you look at him as a watch cucumbers because that's what he could do now that he's no longer doing while he's in the hospital. But Shibes Ragla, let's see, he broke his foot, so now he can't watch cucumbers because he got to be able to walk. So even post injury, he can't watch cucumbers. You have to look at him as if he's guarding an entrance of a house, which involves no movement. You, can't, you don't pay him as the guard of cucumber because he can't even do that post-injury. You have to give him what, what he could do post-injury that he's not doing currently because he's in the hospital. But see me saying, let's say you blind him. That you don't pay him as a guard because post-injury he won't be able to guard. Rather, you pay him for the amount of money that he's not doing while he's in the hospital that he could be grinding wheat. Grinding wheat you could do blind. Chirshu, let's say you make him a victim that he's deaf. The halach is that a deaf person can't get any job. So now, now you give him the entire value of him as a slave because you give him the entire loss of himself as a slave because let's say he was worth $500 as a slave, now you give, and now, now he's worth zero because now as a slave he has no job. Okay. Boy, Rava, Rava Zakasha. Let's say you cut off someone's hand, but he never was assessed in court for the value of of unemployment. And then, so he broke his hand, you cut off his hand, he never went to court, then you went and you uh, you made him deaf. You gave him a second injury, you gave him deaf. So now, Mahu, 
So here's the halacha. Now, the question is like this. You for sure have to pay separately for the injury of nezek, for the arm and for the ear, because those are two separate injuries. And you definitely have to um, pay for the um, ripoy and sheves, for sure. You have to pay for the medical and unemployment separately, because they're separate injuries. The arm makes it that he could still be a watchman of cucumbers, the loss of hearing, now he can't watch that at all. So you definitely have to pay for both. The question is, do you pay separately for tsar and boishas? That's the question. The Gemara says, Mi Amrina, do we say, Kivan Deloyam Dua, since he was not assessed after the first injury, Bechadam Dua Sagile, you could just make one assessment and just pay once Tsar and Boishas for the deaf, and that'll cover up the first injury. Or no. Listen, when he, or, or maybe no, you have to pay separately. Nafkamina, what's the practical difference? Whether you have to pay tsar and baishas for each injury. The Gemara says, I'm sorry, I, I misunderstood before. You definitely do not pay ripoy sheves and nezek for each injury. Why? Because we said, when someone is deaf, he no longer has a market value as a slave. Therefore, you have to pay him his entire value. So when you pay him his entire value, that'll cover the missing arm as well. Because how do you pay for a missing arm in Nezek? You figure out the value of a slave with an arm and without an arm. Over here, you're paying for him as an entire slave. His entire value you're covering, that'll definitely cover the arm. So the, the Nezek, Ripoy, and Sheves, you're for sure covering. Sheves, you have to pay full unemployment. And, 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 and Nezek and Ripoy, you have to pay for the for medical bills. That, that's for sure that the hearing pills will cover the other bills. The question is, Tsar Uboishis, the question is, do you pay for Tsar and Boishis separately? That's the question. So I'm sorry, I said before, you for sure pay, you for sure do not pay Nezek, Ripoy, and Shevis, because the Nezek, Ripoy, and Shevis of the year will cover the other one because you're paying him his entire value. The Shaila is, do you pay separately for Tsar and Boishis? And if you want to say, Kivan Deloyam Dua, because he was not assessed separately, and you you give him one payment, and that's that. Uh, then you 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 give him one payment. That's enough because he was not assessed. One assessment works. But let's say it's different. Let's say you cut off his arm and he was assessed, but he never paid. Amduamahu. So let's say you cut off the arm. If you didn't go to court, and then you get hearing loss, you pay the hearing loss. That'll cover everything. But the question is like this: What if he was assessed in court to pay for the arm, but he never did, and now he gets a hearing loss? So now the question is, is paying for the hearing loss, which is paying his entire value, is a yoy design for cutting off the arm? Teiku, that we're not sure about. Right, we'll stop here, we'll pick it up tomorrow.